Oh, that's what it will sound like if you guys actually vote for weird Pac-Man instead of <laughs> actually me for your host of the podcast. Is that what you want? Just silence? Yeah. Is that what you want, everyone? Yes. Yes. I kind of do, actually. We all made that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> the internet made that clear, Cody. I am Cody Orm, your host, not Pac-Man. I guess for those who don't know what happened, there was a little bit of a poll on Twitter, and everyone wanted Pac-Man to be the host of the show, and not me, and not Melanie. And now Melanie's not even here, so way to go, guys. You lost Melanie. No. I hope you're all happy with yourselves. Yeah, I'm particularly upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can we do a last-minute trade? No, it's all right. We got, we got Pac-Man here. T- time out. That's what everyone wants, time right? Time out. Everyone wanted an inanimate object instead of me, or Melanie. Love you, Cody. To be fair, it is kind of hilarious. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of loving that fact, actually. Welcome to episode 220 of the Pixels Link podcast. Yay. Yep. Join with me, your host, Cody Orm. Uh, We've ooh. got our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. How you doing, Brendan? I'm okay. Yeah? Yeah. Not, nothing, nothing new going on? Uh, I'm over travel for a little bit, but beyond yeah, that, I'm good. You're out in Vancouver. You're going to talk about that later, right? Yeah, I will. Cool. Uh, beside Brendan is friend of the podcast, Shaquille Lambert. F- friend? <laughs> just just a friend? Okay, gotcha. We've established but, this. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> a, little, a little appalled by your intro, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got like really aggressive really fast. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm good. <laughs> That's good to hear. And returning to the podcast after a two-week absence is our movie expert, Phil Brown. And I missed I missed introducing you. Oh, thanks, Cody. I missed we, you, kind of. <laughs> Just <laughs> only kind of? Well, but yeah, you ran um, to Shaq a couple I'm, times. Yeah, I did. Tip. I saw yeah, Shaq a bunch. That was awesome. And uh, I brought the I saw the Pac-Man there a couple yeah. times. <laughs> he was, he that, was the life of the party. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really going through a career like regenesis, really. Yeah, he really? About it. yeah, he's cleaned himself up and he's off the mess. Yeah, he? I mean, he doesn't look like it. <laughs> like he looks like he's gotten worse. For, uh, <laughs> for anyone wondering what the hell we're talking about, like just go to Brendan's Twitter at Fry twenty six, and he shared a picture of this. Like we have this Pac Man like puppet from like the eighties. Looks like nineteen eighty five, and he just looks so concerned. <laughs> Like distress, like 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 it looks like he's into some money trouble or something. <laughs> can we make like, it the, like the thumbnail for this week's podcast? Can we? Yeah, we can. <laughs> okay. We can do that. There you go. So people understand what we're talking about. <laughs> so we have the title of this episode: "Worried Pac-Man." Yeah, worried Pac-Man. Essentially, <laughs> worried Pac-Man, angry Cody. <laughs> um. So we got some some of that game news. Yes, Jack. We, we have quite a few. Uh, first up. Mafia 3 is coming out soon, right? I'm excited. It's going to be great. And they are following in the footsteps of Fallout, and they're getting their own mobile game, Mafia 3 Rivals, coming out on the Android and iOS. Is it going to be like a defense kind of like city builder almost? From what I understand, it's a kind of an RPG, a turn-based slash tactical RPG. What? Yeah, it's weird. You collect characters to like battle with. And like the battle RPG. Oh, it's yeah. sort of like that Star Wars game. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. You're just getting like 40 different crime bosses and yeah. all that. That's weird. You think that they would have done something like because the whole game's about like taking over New Bordeaux. You think it would be something about like just like trying to take over different parts of the city? But I would hope. But no. instead, we got that. Oh, that's kind of 
it, it looks okay. Sure. It could be a thing. But um, anyway, following that, uh, from software, the president, uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki, announced that once Dark Souls 3 DLC is done, Dark Souls is it. It's done. So wow. enjoy what you can of the series because they're going to move on to their next project, yeah, but well, Dark Souls 3 is officially come to a close. We'll see when they need that money. <laughs> like, no, they'll make a new thing called like Super Souls. It'll be light bodies. <laughs> okay, to be fair, he did say, as president from From Software, uh, I'm not completely denying the possibility of bringing the franchise back in the future. There could be someone else in my company who wants to work on new installments, but we believe that the series will end after the two DLC for Dark Souls 3. All right, that's fine. Go him. They're just hoping to still like incorporate mechanics that they've learned into future projects, which is that's sure. good and dandy, which means they're just going to beat you up over and over again, and people are going to play it anyway. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and following that, uh, this was actually kind of surprising, is that Blizzard is phasing out the Battle.net name that they've had Yeah, that's weird. Forever. That's like synonymous 90s. with PC gaming. Yep. Right? And so, the, yeah, they decided to rename it uh, Blizzard Tech. Yo. Which, that's actually a worse name. That's yeah. 100% a worse name. <laughs> I'd rather Battle.net. Like, that's, yeah, and again, you went to the Battle.net site. Do you go to BlizzardTech.com now? Like, everyone, like, people who connect with each other, like StarCraft or whatever, Blizzard they say, give me your Battle.net name. <laughs> BlizzardTech.org. But essentially, yeah. BlizzardTech.cool. BlizzardTech is basically <laughs> going to be, like, the central hub between each Blizzard title and something players will have to log on. I'm and okay with it. It's because it's the names more in service with like their stuff like Blizzard streaming and Blizzard voice. That's still stupid. Yeah. If Blizzard Tech was called, why don't they call it Battle.net streaming and Battle.net voice? That would have made more sense too. God damn it. But yeah, RIP Battle.net. Uh, that's sad, I guess. Yeah, anyway. What does yeah. that mean for like if you have an older uh, nothing. Like Blizzard it, it, game? Nothing. It just means the name is changing. Yeah, they literally, nothing's oh, happening. Okay. Like, it's still the same service. Like, nothing's changing other than when you log in, it's going to say, Blizzard Tech rather than Battle.net. Oh. Yeah, I know. And in, it, anyway, next up, in very unsurprising news, they said that Pokemon will be coming in some shape or form to the Nintendo NX. Meh. Did you have the other part of that news? Uh, let me see. I did not. Okay, so uh, that was actually a pretty um, detailed uh, response from, I think it was one of the CEOs at... Um, Pokemon Company, I think? Pokemon Company, yeah. yeah. Yes, there it is, yeah. I found and uh, he also said that Essentially, what Nintendo's trying to do with the NX is blend the handheld and or change the way of thinking of what is a handheld and what's a home console. Yeah, I'm reading that now. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, there's a reason why there are handheld consoles, and no. there's a reason why there are home consoles. A yes. lot of that has to do with battery life. Yeah. The other part of that has to do with just the tech won't be there for. Well, what it's gonna? My guess is it's gonna be kind of like an Android console at home, but on the go. It's just like a mobile phone. So kind of it's like the N-Gage? Yeah. More like the NVIDIA Shield mixed with a phone. That sounds terrible. I just, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Nintendo's doing a really poor job selling me on this console. <laughs> but I'm on board. I always have been. I think it's going to be great. Well, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to buy it because, yeah. like, I'm horrible like that but mm, yeah i uh I, i'm just there's something about it is rubbing me the wrong way well, we haven't actually seen it yet no no one's seen it well i, I mean, don't like the, developers i just don't yeah. like the idea of like 
a home console that you can take on the go. Like that's I love it. To be fair, listen. Really? A lot of that people was what the Vita was supposed to be essentially. <laughs> a lot of people thought that's what the the Wii U would be, mm-hmm. but then it ended up not being. Yeah, that. because from yeah. a power perspective, yeah, that's not good. It's not feasible. That thing's gonna I, either I'm overheat gonna throw, or uh, the battery's gonna die in. Cody, like I'm gonna throw it out there. The um, Wii U is less powerful than your cell phone right now. Oh, I know that. Okay. <laughs> Just as long as, we're, well, as long as we're on the same page. I'm aware of that. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm using a Note 3 right now. I'm so I think still going to throw it out there. More nah, probably not much. But, and it's not going to compare to the PS4 and the Xbox No, of course One. not. That's the big thing, and that's what's going to hold them back, because Bas- it's always been the power of their console that's been holding them back I'm gonna from third-party publishers. The Wii, the 3DS sells gangbusters, and all they yeah. have to do is basically just say, well, screw this home thing. The home thing is now the mobile thing at the same time, and we're mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Well, I have said I've wanted like some kind of attachment for the Wii U where I can just play my 3DS games. Well, here's what's going to happen. You just plug that's- it into a weird dock, and then you're good to go. Yeah, that's awesome. But then, like, they're, they're, the issues Nintendo has are still going to be prevalent. That's the thing. Uh. Like, they're still going to, they're saying, oh, yeah, third-party publishers are super into it. They said the same thing with the Wii U. And well, it they were turns wrong. Out they can't just port the game over like they do with the PS4 and Xbox One. Well, no, it's One. Good. they're going to be spe- and the third-party developers were into the Wii U until the Wii U didn't sell. Were they? Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, they kind of tried it. We got Mass Effect Three, which was already out for a year. We had Assassin's Creed Three, yeah, and the Arkham games yeah. and everything. They were all port- they were all games that were out yeah, they were for games that already existed. Already. Exa- yeah, because they were developed concurrently with the Wii U, and I feel like the third parties would have continued. If they'd, you know, gotten sales. Yeah, I agree. Which they didn't get. Also, the biggest problem with Nintendo consoles is they have a split user base. They have the 3DS. Yeah. And then they have the home console market. The 3DS is fine. Like, everything on the 3DS does just fine. Yeah. And things on the home console base, because they have that split market base, there's no one person that, not everyone that owns one owns the other. And that's a big problem for them. Because they want to see that 30 million install base. And the Wii U has, like, 20 at most. That's fair. And that's in the lifetime of like five years of being on sale. I like. I wanna. I wanna be on board. It's just I've heard this song and dance from Nintendo before. It's gonna it be, always. Well, let's be clear here, Cody. It's going to be a lot of Nintendo first-party stuff with a few third parties that kind of make weird, dumb. Like collections. Yeah, like you're not going to get the new Elder Scrolls. No! You're not gonna, it's not going to be able to run Fallout. Nope. It's not going to be able to run... Well, I, I'm going to throw it out there. I might want a weird special version of Fallout, but probably not. That's going to be a downgraded version. Of course, 100%. Um, I mean, we have to point out, this is just our opinions based on... I'm going on the fact that there's what no... That? It's a motorcycle outside, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, like... The, <laughs> that is a loud engine. Yeah, yeah it is. And also, the... Uh, you know the audiences for a Fallout or a Mass Effect yeah. do not play Nintendo exactly. Consoles. But if you could get um, Legend of Zelda and Fallout and Mass Effect and Xenoblade Chronicles and all those games in one system, why wouldn't you? I, I think at this point they've split the audience so much I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's like so many people that are on the PC, then, and even the PS4 and the three uh, Xbox One are having that problem where most people that are buying these games are buying them on PC. Mm-hmm. Because it's just easier. It's cheaper. Yeah. And, I mean, there's only one place you're going to be able to find Nintendo games, and that's on the Nintendo console, of, uh, beyond the Mario Jumpy game, which doesn't really matter. Well, I was, at, I was actually going to bring that up, too. They're, putting, they're making a game, that's, a game system that's supposed to be like predominantly a handheld console uh, that you can take on the go, and then they're still putting games out on cell phones and stuff like that. Yeah, which, for extra money. 
Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. I just had, um, and also the, to get people retail... hooked on that Mario drug that they then the... need to go to the source for. Well, here's the thing. At uh, the retail store in which I am employed, that mm. okay. <laughs> the, the name of the store. Yes. The um, I had a customer come up to me and was like, "Try to sell me on a 3ds," and I did my pitch, mm. and he was like, "Well, I don't need a Mario. I don't need a 3ds for Mario anymore because it's coming to my iPhone." And I was no, like, I, "I tried to explain to him." that that's not the case but as a casual gamer which is nintendo's core audience let's and and like people who grew up on nintendo and children um yeah that which again that goes back to the casual crowd because it's mom and dad who are paying for it yep um they uh they, they they're not gonna be able to differentiate uh and all it's gonna do is confuse the market and then they have two mario games which one are they gonna get the one that you have to pay 60 dollars for or the one that's free. I don't know. They did a pretty good job making it clear that if you buy a 3DS, you get Mario so far. Yeah. It was like an endless run. It was like Temple Run. Oh, yeah. no. I'm not saying that it should cause a problem. Yeah. This is the same audience that was like, oh, that even... thought that the Wii U was an attachment for the Wii until right. three years oh, yeah. into its Very life. Very much so. Yeah. 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 So I'm not trying to like put down the market, oh, but I the, am. That's Nintendo being stupid. They should have yeah. named it the Wii 2 if they wanted yes. to do that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they should have called it the DS Home, really. Yeah, that would have been fine, too. Just completely take away the the stigma of the Wii. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I mean, I think it still has yet to be seen how Nintendo markets this thing. It still has yet to be seen what the power actually is in this thing. There's, there's nothing we know about this thing other than the fact that it will have a Pokemon game at one point and probably a Mario game and probably and, a few other things. Uh, it, yes. It'll have Breath of the Wild as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's all we and, know. Oh, it just asked 2017. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Anyway, next up, uh, Death Stranding, the new Hideo Kojima game. Uh, he talked about it a little bit at Tokyo Game Show. And he said it will come out before the Tokyo Olympic Games, so sometime before 2020. Some people are thinking in between 2018 because he said before the Tokyo Olympic Games and before the new Akira. And so. Sure. When's the new Akira coming out? Apparently, uh, Akira took place in 2019. Okay. So, the thing, so people are speculating that it's 2018, now 2018, but we're definitely seeing it before the Olympic Games happen. All right, sure. So, so like two years, three years of total development. That's fine. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that sounds fine. And then Whatever. also there's potentially a female protagonist to go alongside, you know, Norman Reedus. Naked. Naked yeah, Norman Reedus. Naked get, Reedus. We can get some full frontal Norman Reedus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Norman Reedus and the weird fetus. <laughs> Only full frontal from the Reedus here. That's what I want. That's what I want from that game, just some full frontal. Anyway. Last up on the game news, this one is largely an exclusive. Where, uh, oh, this, this is a fun story. I like hilarious. this one. This is a stupid um, story. And also kind of messed up. It kind of pissed me off a little bit, but it was mostly funny. But uh, anyway, the PS4 Pro, that's coming out soon. And they talked to an industry analyst named Michael Pachter, right? Yep. I this uh, everyone's favorite analyst, I should mention, <laughs> who... No one ever has anything bad to say about the him. The number one analyst. Anyway, he compared PC gamers to racists and said that they're very arrogant. They only think of their own kind and they don't like to venture and mix up with other races and that they're arrogant twits who are convinced that what they do is better than what anybody else can possibly do. And naturally, people, well, people on NeoGAF took that as an insult and... I took it as that's messed up because you compared PC gamers to races, but that's two completely different things. Anyway, uh, CG Mag, we uh, talked to Mr. Pactor to kind of follow up on it. Technically, we reached out to him. We, we didn't reach really talk out to, to him. him. Yeah. 
and his only thing was just, I'm over it. <laughs> well, did you, uh, yeah, so it was, the thing was, so he got quoted. Yes. Oh, he, he and says he got misquoted. He said he got misquoted, and he never used those phrases in his life. He's never called anyone a twit ever. So then the, 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 the publication, I can't remember the name. Do you have the story? Up? The Daily Star. The Daily, the Daily Star, Star was the one who reported on it, yes. They were like, no, here's uh, the actual, like, recording of our interview with him. And he said exactly word for word <laughs> everything they said he said. <laughs> um, and I guess instead of just being like, I'm sorry for how I acted. That was inappropriate. He's like, yeah, I'm over it. Dodgy. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> like, it's such a... Such like a bad way to handle it, right? but I mean, that's that's him for you. That that's what he's known for, right? Yeah. That and like always saying Nintendo's doomed. Like he's the <laughs> he's the one that started. Like that's it for Nintendo. Like they should have gone under like three times if his analysis were correct. <laughs> eh. But uh, yeah, no, he's an ass. That's all I could say. And yeah, that's that wraps up for game news. Try not to use accusatory terminology oh even. Th- trust me there's there's the worst i can say but i'm not going to <laughs> and that's why you're friend of the podcast yeah. <laughs> again yeah see i'm, I'm trying to be uh kind. Just, we're gonna throw, gonna throw this out there the views and expressions uh used by shaquille lambert are not those oh. shared by cg magazine <laughs> he's a friend of the podcast and not an actual member <laughs> anyway Film, film, yeah. film, film news, Phil. Mm, film. You, you got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, first up, uh, yeah, sad news director Curtis Hansen died that last is really night. Sad. Yeah. He was a great guy. He, he had been very sick for a while. The last movie he made, he had to quit in the middle of because well, he physically was wasn't able to. Oh, I don't even remember what the name was. It was a horrible surfing movie. It was terrible. I gotta look this up now. I mean, it was felt it was something that because he always sort of got interested in different subcultures and would expand upon them. So perhaps That's in his true. version would have been better. But he was also incredibly sick, so maybe he was just not thinking straight. It's hard to say. Anyway, that was terrible. But anyway, that, the only reason I brought that up was to say that yeah, he'd been uh, sadly ill for a while. But he did some great, great stuff. Like Confidential, obviously being the big one, and uh, The River Wild. I've always that was been interesting. A big yeah. fan of. The movie we were talking about is Chasing Mavericks. I just found that's it. it. That's the one. <laughs> that was rough. Um, uh, but good ones. I uh, also did Hand That Rocks Cradle. Um, and uh, Eight Mile. And Eight Mile, of course. The Great Eight Mile and Wonder Boys, um, which I've always loved. Like, Eight Mile is like the one of the few like musician playing themselves movies. That's actually kind of pretty good. I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah. We're playing a version of himself. Yeah. Right? He's pretty yeah. much playing his own life story, but it's not glitter. Is the yeah, point? No. Yeah, like um, it's, it's yeah, it's it's ugly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, he was a really, really talented guy, and uh, worked worked for quite a while. He started in the seventies, hmm. um, and all his uh, yeah, his most famous stuff that we all mentioned um, is worth checking out. But it's also worth uh, checking out his early thrillers as well. Um, they're pretty underrated. By the way, he's dead. So, uh, <laughs> Damn. yeah. Sorry about that, uh, Curtis. You also, were, I didn't know he did. Good man. Uh, I didn't know he did an episode of Greg the Bunny. Oh yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That used to be my show back when that was. Oh, that was a great briefly. show for sure. I like that show. Yeah, that was a fun one. So anyway, uh, in uh, slightly uh, lighter news, uh, we saw new Power Rangers posters with the swords. Cody, what'd you think? I'm pretty excited. <laughs> Very excited. Ugh, I'm so excited. I, I don't care. Just like, let me have it. 
Just yeah. Maybe. I, you remember, remember the last time I heard you being this excited? It was Ninja Turtles. Yeah. How was that? What'd you think of Ninja Turtles? I actually haven't shadows? seen it yet, but interesting. But interesting. Let me let me let me let me throw a scenario out at you. Really interesting. At the the store in which I work at, yeah, uh, that does not have a name. Um, we got a uh, like a like a steel case. Okay. Uh, that comes with the first one and the second one on Blu-ray. Oh, exciting! In the shape of uh, their their shell, their, not their shell. No, the 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 bus that they drive. Right. Oh. Turtle van. Yeah. With the, yeah, the turtle van, complete right. with actual moving tires. I believe. I think they actually move, and I'm going to buy it. It's only like thirty bucks wow. for both of them. You know, you can get that exact same thing at the cartoon series. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that. So maybe you should get the one that you're nostalgic for, <laughs> as opposed to the one that's. <laughs> taking advantage of that nostalgia. Whatever. And bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? Yeah, you're going to watch that whatever. first Ninja Turtles movie a bunch? Because I'm going to tell you I right watched now. It the first, you're I, I like no, the second I, one. I got it. No, okay. So I got the first Ninja Turtles yeah. one. I got on Blu ray yeah. for Christmas. My parents got it for me with right. the. With the, the actual masks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Watch right. the mask on. <laughs> yeah. This sounds so much worse. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think I ever watched it again. Yeah. No doubt. But that's, proper, that's proper action. <laughs> so yeah. you better buy it again. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. Better buy, go ahead and buy that again. <laughs> so Cody, keep in mind, you're going to spend $30 for a movie that has Tyler Perry as yeah. Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman, yeah. And Sheamus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I Former I, WWE World Heavyweight Champion yeah. Sheamus as Rocksteady. Yeah. The I, worst. Oh, God. I looked up at the. The and out of the shadows made exactly half what the original made. So they're not making another one then. Right down the middle. Um, God, I hope not. But I mean, listen to freaking Cody. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what this kind of attitude? Anyway. Did it make money in China? Just, I feel like it did. I'm yeah, going box office mojo it, right now. It did more. It did better overseas than it did in North America, but it's still like total. Okay, but let me throw exactly something at you. Half of what the last one was. Yeah. So like, you're not looking forward to Power Rangers. No. Long, but you like Pacific Rim. Yes. Yes. Power Rangers is Pacific Rim, you know that, right? Like it's kaiju and robots. Yeah, big monsters and robots. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the better. different the difference being uh, like a talented filmmaker made Pacific Rim, and it was uh, like a story devised specifically to be a film, as opposed to a Japanese TV show that was bought and then uh, inserted really horrible '90s teen drama into it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> and then as soon as the toys stopped selling, they changed um, and uh, to sell additional toys, and then did that for about a decade. And ran into the ground and ruined it, and made it a horrible, horrible thing <laughs> that, that no one, that no one other than like the smallest and feeblest minded of children should like. <laughs> and now they decided to bring it back. And uh, yeah, I'm just anyway. saying, I, I don't watch Power Rangers. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. I don't watch it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because you're looking me dead in the eye when you're talking about the smallest, feeblest <laughs> oh, minds. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the smallest, most feeble-minded of children. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Get a little personal. <laughs> That's what I mean, I'm just having fun with it. Um, I mean, yeah. Look, like I have a certain nostalgia for Power Rangers, of course, but I just it just doesn't seem like something that's possible to make a new version of that's worthwhile. There's no reason to bring it to the modern day. I want to see a JDF cameo though. A what? No. He was the Green Ranger who is now a UFC fighter. Right, 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 right. What about the Red Ranger that was in the porn and killed people? Wasn't it the Blue Ranger that was in the porn? Oh, you're right. It was the Red Ranger that like had, had attempted murder, though. I think so. Yeah. One of them. Did. No, I think that was the Black Ranger. <laughs> oh, whoa, Cody. No, this wasn't Cody. <laughs> Cody, Shaq, I apologize. No, I this wasn't. Oh my god, this is, this is unbelievable. <laughs> this is unbelievable. No, I. Anyways. Anyway, Power Rangers <laughs> messed up. Next story. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles global box office gross. Mm. 
uh, out of the shadows rather. Yeah. Two hundred forty-five million. It cost a hundred and thirty-five million to make. That's oh not, yeah, no, it made great. it made money, but that's it, not great. The first one marketing. Made five, first one made five hundred. Yeah, it's not great. So I, it's, it's not I'm, great. They could theoretically make a third one because Cody's really excited about it and he's <laughs> going to buy that box set. But it, it, they based it on Cody's review. So you know what? It probably depends on the sales of that box set. So Cody. You, I'm looking up. I'm looking up to hands. see Only you could save yeah. who, what Team the Power Ranger was. Yeah, I'm was. curious which no, one it was, was the Red Ranger. Ranger I it was think. the Red Ranger? I thought so. Yeah, no, I feel like. <laughs> and is he really not the porn guy as well? I feel like it was now. the same. No, it was the who's Blue the MMA Ranger fighter? That was JDF. That was a Green Ranger. Okay. Yeah. he's actually a really good um, MMA fighter. MMA fighter, yeah. Isn't he really upset about something? He was. He like kept. Okay, so there's this like wrestler, CM Punk, who got into UFC and. Um, the Green Ranger kept like wanting to fight him. Yeah, and like he would just like Twitter uh, on his YouTube channel, like any chance he could to just insult CM Punk. He did, and then CM Punk had his first match, not against him, and he got like beaten in like less than a minute. So yeah, I mean, Mickey Gall. yeah. So I mean, I couldn't even imagine what JDF would have done to him. Was JDF huge? He's a really good fighter. Okay, is, is if you guys have, I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures of his face after the fight. No, but like even those one round. CM Punk looked like he went through like at least like the four cauliflower ear and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he's, he's he's he got he got his ass. So he's done he, with it then. Yeah, uh, no, he maybe, wants to come back. Not. <laughs> uh, but but the owner of UFC was like, maybe he should fight somewhere else first. So, <laughs> I mean, why would you like? Why, why would you, would you start, jump to UFC? This isn't a UFC podcast, but like, if we're gonna like open up this can of worms, like, why would you start him on the biggest? Uh, like like it's like getting a player like oh out of Pee Wee to get him to go into like the NHL. Like, yeah. it's not something you it's do. Dana White trying to go like, <laughs> hey, money. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's anyway, it. Yeah. my apologies for the unintentional racism. That's not why <laughs> I thought that it was him. I just figured there's each one of them had like a thing they did. That, that, mm. that was messed up. Yeah, so I, think, I thought I think that he's it was dead. I think that's his thing. No, that's the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> oh, it's the Yellow Ranger, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yellow Ranger yeah. died, yeah. Sorry, I can't distinguish between <laughs> nice. minorities. Um Anyway, let's move on to something else. Up, uh, there's uh, they're gonna start shooting the Equalizer sequel soon, so that's happening. Why? Why? Yeah, the first one was that's how I feel boring. about it as well. Like the first one was like a thing. Yeah. No, no, tell me, is it supposed to be based on that '90s show? Yeah, but I believe that '90s show was based on a '70s show. That's oh, it. God. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. '90s show was amazing because it was just like this old guy. They'd be like. You had something bad happen. I'm going to go randomly kill people. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it what made no that? sense. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, there's uh, an old series. Let me see. On yeah. CBS, starring Edward Woodward yeah. as a retired espionage intelligence officer with a mysterious past, yeah. who uses the skills from his former career to exact vigilante justice on behalf of innocent people who are trapped in dangerous circumstances. Exactly. Imagine so taking. That's the only but reason with... why I'm moderately interested in the sequel is that the first one was all like origin story. It was all about Denzel becoming this righteous killing machine yeah. who likes power tools. Yeah. <laughs> now he's there. So like perhaps this one will just be Denzel going, essentially like a serial killer movie, but but with moral... Uh, yeah, more with, reasons. Yeah, with more of a... Yeah, yeah with like a, a moral justification for all the murder. I'd go for that. If it was like Jason sure. from the perspective of Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it will be. I don't know. I don't realize the two is happening. Yeah, so that's happening whether First we like it or not. Oh, did, did everyone watch the trailer for uh, Ghost in the Shell? I saw oh, the, no, I didn't. I saw that it came out today, clips. but I didn't I saw the picture. It. Five yeah. seconds. I didn't see the trailer. Yeah, no. I just said it, it said it was just footage, so I was going to wait until it, it yeah, had, that's it. It has some like song to it or something like right. that. Right. It, it basically just Scarlett Johansson looking like the character from Ghost in the Shell. Random... Asian-inspired characters. Yeah. People shooting each other. Asian-inspired characters sitting in a circle. 
End of trailer. Yeah. That you that's it. That's all that happens. See, it's too early for I don't I don't yeah, I can't get into teas. I can only watch so many trailers cuz they just I feel like I've seen the the movie at a certain point. Yeah. yeah. This nut you don't have a it basically looks like scenes from the Ghost in the Shell game or the Ghost in the Shell anime mm. just with live action characters Scarlett Johansson mm. and everyone it looked fine. It yeah. wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but yeah. it was like 20 seconds of footage yeah so see, you know that's why i didn't bother yeah i'll wait until they have an actual trailer i'm and i'm not like totally against that existence i just don't care way. like the matrix already exists like yeah. they have an americanization of ghost on the shell yeah so. that's kind of what it is that's 100 it is it's yeah. that plus lucy which yeah. i'm fine with yeah um but anyway we'll see what happens all right uh next up um oh, this is a fun one apparently uh brian cranston said recently that he had been offered uh the commissioner gordon role okay in the uh, dc universe and he turned it down he's like nope i thought yeah. it was um I think it, was getting it, it is it's jk simmons yeah, he's doing cool. it now but cranston had they went to him first and oh, he said, okay no. gotcha because he had done the voice of gordon in the animated uh, right year one movie mm. which is great um but yeah he said that stink coming a mile away so good for him um all right next up oh this is kind of a fun one um so uh duncan jones yep Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft yeah i did warcraft um but he's about to start working on his new movie which he wrote and it's is not it warcraft related 2? to warcraft so i'm super excited and, uh, <laughs> it's he's very been very secretive about it it's called mute and all that's really known is it's uh stars uh who's it star again uh, didn't write down his name. So anyway, it stars a guy. <laughs> stars a uh, guy. Who, um, who is a, uh, a mute bartender, and apparently he meets up with some sort of strange futurist surgeon uh, played by Paul Rudd, and that's all anyone knows about it. That and sounds then weird. recently someone uh, tweeted at Duncan Jones, and I forget what the question he posed was, but the answer was Duncan Jones revealed that this is actually... Uh, set in the same universe as Moon, his first movie. Oh, that's and weird. Sam Rockwell, who we'd already know, already had been announced, will be in Mute. Will apparently be playing his character from Moon. Oh, that's and weird. And this will be the second film in a trilogy that's interconnected. Oh, sweet. Also, I found the name is Alexander Skarsgård. That's who it is. Alexander. Well, Skarsgård. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that makes me like I was already really looking forward to this because I like. I like. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Eric from True Blood. I, because I like. Um, I like Duncan Jones quite a bit. Uh, Warcraft, notwithstanding, and I uh, was excited to see him go back to something original again that he'd written because he's clearly a great writer based on Moon. The fact that they're interconnected and this is the beginning of some grander science fiction trilogy that he has planned that I'm super duper, that super excited about. Is he giving? Is, is there going to be a Warcraft 2? Has that been a um, It made enough worldwide that wasn't it's it like, being discussed. Wasn't it close to a billion dollars? Or something like that? No, no, no. That was a lot in it China. It was a lot, though. It was made a, a lot, made a lot in China. Like it, it like it's. It, I think it was. I think it's around five hundred million that it's made total. Does like China just go for everything? that's like just a bunch of effects. Yeah, basically. There, there's that, and also just Warcraft is still huge in China. That's true. Yeah. It was four hundred thirty-three million in there China. It was, technically, it was forty-seven million domestic. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred and eighty-nine million. <laughs> Foreign. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the majority of that coming from China. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was one of the biggest. It's the biggest opening in China ever. Yeah, and it was Let's big see. in um, the UK as well. Yeah. Somewhere else, but not in Russia. Or something but not like in. Like it was three places that made up all the money. Yeah, and they're basically the three places that still play Warcraft. And not in North America, because um, everyone here is like, this is not a good movie. Plus, didn't China used to have all those, probably still yeah. do, all those factories yeah. of people that just go around and farm and yep. sell items in yeah. Warcraft? See, I bet all they oh, wanted to see dude, it. Funny enough, okay. It's hard to believe they did Really? That's like taking, like taking your work home with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 
I'm in university currently, and I'm I just started taking a game studies course, and we actually talked about that. Yeah, yeah. China has like a bunch of factories that they just have people just gold farming. So weird. Yep. <laughs> so very very weird. It's um, super weird. All right. Next up, uh, what else we got here? Oh yeah. Um, apparently, uh, there are rumors that uh, there's a, a Furiosa prequel movie being developed about sure. the origin. Which I'm not into. I've seen that rumor, and yeah. I'm calling I'm calling BS on it. Yeah, yeah. You think? I, I don't I know. Absolutely, do. I don't know how much I. I don't know. It I, seems I think right to me. Some people like kind of debunked, and like the source wasn't trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. so I was just like, yeah, no, that's, that's good. I I would buy it though, because it feels like the sort of thing. Because um, you know, it is a very uh, you know, it is a very big thing in Hollywood now that they want to try and make female centric action movies yeah and it just makes the most sense to the movie that like kind of spurned off that trend get its own prequel i just hope it doesn't happen some of it because i think part of the most interesting part of furios is that you don't know her origin Mm -hmm. story so kind of spoil that plus i doubt george miller would be involved and at which point i don't care i have a question Mm. are they going to make a ghostbuster sequel i don't know okay because i was i I was wondering really didn't like no okay let's go i'm more of wondering because i know hollywood is sexist I'm, That's what it is. Yes, <laughs> I'm more of wondering because I'm wondering if Hollywood is still trying to push that that agenda of having more interesting characters that are female. Oh, they 100 percent are. Okay. Um, they. I mean, I th- it'll, uh, I like it'll take more than Ghostbusters to bring that down. Um, no, no, I meant more would they kind of say, well, this is a one-time thing, and let's see how it can do a second time. No, I, that's very much a trend right now. I mean, there's still, like, that's, I mean, you've been on Twitter. No, no, not, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's the huge, that's the biggest agenda in the arts world no, no, right no, now. My, more my point is, yeah. did they think, are the, is the studios looking at it and saying that failed from a one-time thing, maybe it'll do better a second time. Yeah, no. The, right now, the guilt is overweighing that. Okay. It'll take a few failures for that to kick in. I mean, I'm sure everyone's waiting for Wonder Woman. That's what I'm interested about. Before yeah. they don't. Um, and I'm sure Wonder, and Wonder Woman is just guaranteed that's money in the bank. Um, now, this will keep going for a little while longer. At I'm least, excited for Wonder I think, Woman. I do think eventually things won't make money, it'll and then good. it'll go away. I'm a, To be honest, I'm, I'm... I'll take more than one Steve Ghostbusters. Steve. All right. Yeah. Next, yeah. next story. I'm surprised you don't have in your news list the most shocking news of the year about Brangelina. Oh, yeah, no. Skip that, oh, man. The, the most current pressing news that yeah, we need to cover. I just couldn't care less. The only thing that's sad about that is that there's like 17 I'll kids involved. Yeah. <laughs> most of them adopted. No, to me, the funniest thing... I just want to bring this up because yeah. to me it was funny. Yeah. Was how um uh, they're like allegedly there's a rumor that like he was cheating on Angelina with Marianne Cotillard because yeah, yeah. they had a movie about spies falling in yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh hey, if this is true, yeah. don't put Brad Pitt in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spies yeah, falling yeah, in love yeah. ever. He's a, yeah, he's yeah, a creature yeah. of habit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, I did. I, this worked out last time. I wonder. No, no, that was one thing that I found hilarious. Other than that, I was like, this is this is. So dumb. It didn't but. surprise me in any way, shape, or form. It surprised me that, I'd like, if you can find me a picture of the two of them from the last five years where even one of them looks happy, <laughs> we're both like, I'll be, I'll be, I would be shocked. I saw this one thing from BuzzFeed. It was in uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt was staying in a hotel, and I can't remember who the other person was in the, uh, like, the hotel across the street, yeah. but they found each other. Yeah. And Brad Pitt started, oh, like, tossing him I think beers. it was, like, McConaughey. Th- yeah, it was I Matthew think. McConaughey, I think. Yeah, and it was just, just like, tossing beer each other beers to each other. Um, all right. Next erp. Um 
Oh yeah, uh, and then yeah, these are just last two things, which is uh, Disney had a concert, uh, conference recently, and they said they're currently planning Marvel films after 2020. Like that's currently what Cody the is, is working is on that. Screaming <laughs> internally right no, now. No, no. Okay, I need to make something clear. It's not that I dislike the Marvel movies. That's not mm-hmm. what it is at all. I'm, he just more, dislikes fun. No, right. no, no. I'm more critical on them because they receive a lot more praise right. than than average movies. So I feel like I need to like set yeah. everyone straight. Yeah. Um. But man, that's a lot of that's a lot of that's superhero. A, it's movies. a long time for sure. But I mean, like, it's still working. That's what it mean. is. I, still I, making yeah. money. They and are. And you have to. And like, and a, a movie of that scale, you need at least three years. Yeah. So yeah. Like, no. It totally. Makes like, it makes sense. Yeah. It's just like that's. I'm already starting to get burnt out on the superhero genre. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. If they can get weirder ones and go like outside the box and I'm cool with it. I think Doctor Strange is going to be an experiment. Yeah, that's what that. I mean. I think that's their game plan for sure. Yeah, yeah. now that now that everyone's already used to like the typical yeah. ones. With that being well, said, all the ones they have lined up from now until the Avengers 2 are yeah. pretty strange. That's like, true. I'm, yeah. Like uh yeah cuz like like Black Panther has all sorts of weird mythology to it. Yeah, yeah. No, very the, different. The, the Lord is so cool. Totally, yeah. And then Guardians Two is obviously I'm that's in its own. Too. That's in its whole other world. And then uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. This is Strange right in the title. And then the and they got Spider Man. Like that's gonna be Spider Man. Yeah, the, and then and that Thor movie that's Planet Hulk. That sounds crazy. Yeah. And then the and then the two Avengers movies are gonna be like giant cosmic battles with that, like, every vast like thirty. 30 people strong cast so everything so far yeah. is very odd so i find it hard to believe that after that they'd be like okay we're doing iron man again <laughs> <laughs> but well aren't they saying that um robert down jr is not super into it anymore doesn't want to stay yeah they say that all the time okay i think it's just checks, he's good yeah i think whenever robert danny jr needs to negotiate for his next check all of a sudden a news story appears yeah. like i was gonna say like that's like biting the hand that feeds you really yeah. well he also has more money than god right now yeah, so yeah, yeah. because of iron man yeah so it doesn't <laughs> matter anymore i'm also pretty sure that they're gonna yeah, the I'm surprised they movies. didn't last movie to be yeah, honest. Yeah, me too. I was shocked, but I think they're saving it for uh, I, Avengers. Avengers, yeah. Because I, I was thinking that Captain America would just kill him and then kind of be sad, and that would be the end of it. Me too. They, or they kill each other, and they'd both be out of the contract. Yeah, I was surprised, but um, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before he dies. I'm um, assuming Chris Evans and I and Robert Downey are done with this roles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you watch Agents of Shield? No. Oh. Because Ghost Rider made his debut. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. I want to know how that went. Well, Ghost Rider was always one of those things where it was a great design. Yeah. yeah, that's all it had. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it no, that's design. the thing. Like Ghost Rider <laughs> we were is so close though, to a good one, but then I know the crank guys and everything. Yeah, yeah but I know. God, because they didn't write it; they only directed. Yeah, the storyline of that movie made no sense, and the it devil did. was a different devil now for no reason. Mm. It made it's no a sense. different body. I heard stuff. that they're um they they want to bring in uh, I think it was Sinestro, Sinestro, be, Sinestro. Sorry, mm-hmm. as uh, as a character in the MCU. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, they need big villains like that. So, like, I mean, you want you want a big time villain like bring Satan. Like, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the devil. Why not? Wait, oh. is this Sinestro? Yeah, yeah. he's not. That's the Green Lantern villain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Sinestro. Right. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? Yeah, I know. Mister Sinister. Mister Sinister. No, 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 the guy with Mr. the big Sin- flaming head because it's in Marvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Dormammu. No, no, not Dormammu. It is. There's something sinister related to the title. Yeah. Second, I'm gonna Google. It. Keep talking. Yeah, no this, is, this is great podcast. All right. Well, here. anyway, my final story was there was a really amusing uh, interview with the Warner Brothers CEO. Okay. And he said that he felt about Batman versus Superman. The strategy worked. The execution delivered what we wanted. 
we can do a little bit more be- better with creative next time. <laughs> Which, Jesus. So, wow. wow. <laughs> no, it just goes to show what they're thinking is. Yeah. Everything was good other than it was not a great story. We just need to work on the creative part of it next time. <laughs> yeah. So you mean the marketing and the overall look of the movie was where they wanted, but yeah. it didn't and have it made st- the money they wanted, but it just wasn't a good movie. <laughs> so next time they're going to work on that. Make it a better movie. Yeah. Is, is Zack Snyder going to direct it? If so, I don't have a <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's, he's not a very good director. No, he's it's not. Mephisto. Mephisto. Oh, Mephisto. You mean the name for devil? That is yeah. just another name for devil. Yeah. Okay. We are a comics a... magazine. Yeah, was, <laughs> I apologize. That's a deep cut, though, yeah. to be yeah, fair. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, and responsible for like one of the worst Spider-Man, maybe the worst Spider-Man arc in the history of comics. Wait, he was in Clone Wars? No, no. No, he um, was the one, was, he was one, the one that... Oh, right. That wasn't he bad. the one that uh, offered Clone Peter Wars Parker was... that thing where, like... He could be single again. That's one, That's more, day. one more day. Where yeah. it's like either uh, Aunt May's life or their entire relationship. And that's still one of the stupidest arcs that's ever happened. And it's no worse than that clone saga in the 90s. It's yeah, bad. That's as bad as it gets. It's, that like, made it, me it's stop reading ballpark. comic books for like a decade. It's in Ooh. that ballpark. Yeah. It, all, these are all bad storylines. Yeah. Marvel had a lot of missteps. They did. Especially in the 90s. Yeah. Yes. In the yeah. 90s comics was almost dead. Yeah. I they, love they, they, the ultra buff 90s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Rob Liefeld designs where everyone just had pecs the size of like Your a head. wall. Yes. I mean, to be fair, uh, Tom McFarlane wasn't much better with that stuff either. No, yeah. but at no. least they weren't like exploding out of their chest. Yeah. They were and had like pockets galore. <laughs> I love the amount of pockets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so dumb. But yeah, mm. that, that wraps up for movie news. That's it. We're done. All right. That's it. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, there'll we be stuff. stuff. Yeah, I got TIFF stuff. Mm-hmm. TIFF and, stuff and, and gear stuff. Gear stuff and uh, FIFA stuff. We want to discuss that again. Yeah. yeah. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do. I have a fixin'. I have well, a what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes. Five bu- Dude, five bucks? Five bucks. Five hey, guys, bucks. can five I get in on this action? Oh, yes, yeah. you can. Whoa. You know what you have to do? Go what to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMEG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa! Comic Bento. Get it now. And we're back. Thank you to Comic Bento for that. Uh, you guys, for that offer. Did you guys update the ad while it was away? We, no. we were trying to uh, work something out during the week, the past two weeks, but uh, having everyone in the office at the same time has been really difficult. Ah, fair but, enough. Uh, I, I have that idea in my head. I I'm thinking exactly I want to go with the go. 70s style where everyone's smoking for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I've talked about it a couple times. I wanted to start right after, like, we're going to keep the comic bento part in, and then it's going to start with an explosion. And I'll be like, no, Shaq! And he, he died. He spontaneously combusted. From the extreme? so excited. Why am I the one who died? Because you're the one that won the comic bento a, subscription. Cody's a racist. Yeah. We established this earlier in no, this episode. This is no, canon now. This is called continuity, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah, race, <laughs> yeah race is canon. I get it. I get it. And I'm gotcha. just like, no, I'm really sad. And I'm, like, crying because I lost my best friend. Right. And, and then I'm then like, you're, you're consoled by reading Conic Bento. <laughs> at least. And you're really worried because now that you don't have your single black friend anymore, people will know about your racism. <laughs> no, I think I have to go to the drawing board on this one. <laughs> Why did you explode from excitement and then Shaq mourns you? Well, because I didn't get the Comic Bento subscription. I told him about it. You exploded because you didn't have Comic Bento. That's the answer. I was so excited telling him about yeah. Comic Bento. That you uh, we can up. do that. Yeah. yeah. We can do that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That works. Anyways, mm-hmm. reverse racism, but what I'm joking. 
doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as long as you don't say white bl- white white lives matter, is that a no. thing? That mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yes. Oh no! All not li- going to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to be here for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very incisive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, what are we doing now? Tiff stuff. Tiff stuff. Yeah. Yes. I want to talk about it. Jack and Phil. Yeah. Talking tip. about Tiff. Yeah. Even saw you in there. In fact, the replacement may as well start is the screening that we actually attended together. Since yeah. that's coming out this weekend anyway. You guys went on a CGM date? We didn't realize we were there. Yeah, it was after. Until Jack after. came out to me oh. afterwards. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And then what were you we were going to meet up at Doggy Dog. And then we yeah, got that one. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. We're, did you go? I did. Oh, then we were at different spots. I was trying oh, to really? find you. I oh, really? Oh, hilarious. You. Okay. Yeah. I'll never mind then. <laughs> so he's on two movies together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, Magnificent Seven, which comes out this week, which is the remake of a remake. Um, yeah. It was all right, right, Shaq? Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> most it's the most seven out of ten movie I've ever seen yeah, in my yeah. life. It's it, it's it's good. Don't expect much. Yeah, that's all I could really say. I really like the first like hour when they slowly introduced all the seven main characters. I thought it had like a good tone and pacing and everything. But well, after good chemistry. that, totally, yeah. And there was a fun group of guys. And then after that, it just became. A race of the last half hour could just be shoot 'em up, and uh, you sort of lose track of every character. And the shoot 'em up is good, but it gets tiresome after mm. a while. It's long. But yeah, like, I, I was had some great stuff in it for sure. Yeah. Had some great stuff. Um, and then it did also bother me a little bit that um, they like went out of their way. Aside from obviously Denzel being like the main character and the hero and everything, they went out of their way to try and include a uh, Mexican and Asian and Native American character. Oh, like diver- well, yeah, I was t- fine with they that. They were trying... No, I was fine. No, I had zero problem with trying to add, add diversity to the Magnificent Seven. The problem was the three non-white dude characters were also the three that had nothing to do yeah. and disappeared oh. immediately especially after the, they were established. Especially the Native American character. Right? He yeah. like, said almost nothing right? and did almost <laughs> nothing aside from being like the sniper occasionally. Exactly. So I'm, I just felt like, why? then why are we even doing this? Like, If, <laughs> if, if we're going to make an effort and then not pay attention to them, then how is this helping? That being said, yeah. um, what's his name? Uh, Young Hun Lee. Oh, yeah, Young he was Rock, great. Yeah. He was probably my favorite out of the seven. Yeah, like, all was, his scenes were just... Fantastic. He was super fun for sure. But again, it's just at a certain point they I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's probably a three hour cut somewhere where every character got to do something. Possibly. And that but, uh, you can't yeah. release that. Den- so yeah, Denzel just, was Denzel. Chris yeah. Pratt was Chris Pratt. Although yeah. he was toned down to certain parts. I was like, okay, at least trying, but still he, it's he, still very much Chris Pratt. He was, and it felt like they just kept him around to be like, It hasn't been funny in a while. Pratt, say something. <laughs> um and yeah, and then you and I you uh, Ethan Hawke did the kind of I thought, I, thought thing, him, okay. I, I thought he was all right. Yeah, he I, I like fine. The, his character had the most development. Yeah, I yeah, thought. yeah, totally. I like Peter Skarsgård a lot as a villain. I thought he was. I good. Was, he I was barely in it though. That's the thing to me. Like he wasn't that great, and when he was there, we were just kind of sneering and yeah. didn't really. He was generic. I don't know. He was good in the first scene. And then he just wasn't in the movie till the end. And, yeah, I, thought that, and I thought that was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you kind of reestablish him as a threat, but they don't. Yeah, no, no. He's no. kind of like a guy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio just chewed up the yeah, scenery yeah. every time we well, talked. I felt like he just he knew his part was so small and there were, no one was going to pay attention, so he just kind of committed to that absurd high-pitched squeaking voice. It was like a squeaky prospector. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> and it was fun, but it was definitely something he was doing just to be like, hey, guys, I'm here too. Hello, guys. Please pay attention. This is Take Down This Bad Guy. Yeah, Six yeah. 
seven guys. <laughs> so anyway, it was it was all right. Yeah, entirely um, all right. What else you want to talk about, Tip Wise? Well, I was saying, I wanted to ask, what was the best movie you saw? Like, what was mm-hmm. your favorite? Um, because you saw a lot I, more than I, you saw I like did. triple I did. I did. I saw quite a few. Um, you know, like I had to be honest and say, like I saw a lot of things I really liked. I didn't see anything where I was like, "This is the most amazing thing." Yeah, uh, which is kind of disappointing. But um, I really liked Ar- Arrival a lot. Oh, Arrival was great. Arrival, I really dug. Um, that's the just briefly. That's the new Denis Villeneuve movie. How's it Villeneuve? Villeneuve, yes, who did uh, Sicario, and it uh, sort of starts exactly like Independence Day with a bunch of like alien ships showing up all over the world. But it doesn't do anything stupid like Independence no, Day. No, certainly not. It becomes about a linguistics expert played by Amy Adams and a physicist played by Jeremy Renner. Which they put glasses on him, so I guess <laughs> so he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he gets... I just can't see him as a scientist. Oh, he's, oh, fine. He, okay. he's good. He's good. Yeah, no, uh, he's good. Um, and uh, and yeah, so they um, are the ones assigned by the U.S. government to sort of go on the ship and try to communicate with the aliens, and which the designs of which are very creepy and very visually impressive, and it makes me very excited about what film is going to do with Blade Runner. Yeah, I keep forgetting he's doing that. Right, but, and uh, then that's why he wasn't in to Tiff. Because yeah. he was making Blade Runner, um, and then um, the last twenty minutes was so emotional. yeah, I don't yeah, I don't really want to <laughs> say where it goes from there, but it goes a really interesting place, and I really admired they pull off a really interesting like narrative trick. Yeah, that's oh, very I, clever. I thought it was like I don't want to say like oh I called it, but like it was one of those things. I was like maybe it's an interesting theory. That when yeah. it went with it, I was like oh no, that is yeah, that like, is fantastic. Yeah, like it, it slowly dawned on me, but I thought they did a really good job of sort of playing with movie language to make you like you oh, think you're weird. seeing one thing, but it's not. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was wonderful. Um, I also really did like Blair Witch a lot, mm. even though the world seems to disagree <laughs> with me on that. Um, I thought it was an amazing ride in terms of if you just like a good, goofy, fun horror movie, it's hard mm. to talk. Like the la- again, one of those things, is a recurring theme is the last 20 minutes is where they're just throwing everything out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah Blair Witch... Full disclosure, I haven't seen the full thing in its entirety. I've only seen, like, I mean, the original. Yeah. Like, the Blair yeah. Project, I've only seen, like, the last, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And what? I was kind of, like... How? YouTube. Right. No, and I meant, like, how have you never seen the whole thing? Oh, I just never took the time to. It just, like, it just showed up on TV for some parts. Some parts, I'm like, okay, I'll watch that part. And then, yeah, that was it. Fair enough. But uh, anyway, the last, like, again, last 20 minutes of Blair Witch, the new stuff, I was like, that's fantastic. And... I had a I had a good time. It was amazing, and I was uh, fine with it up until then. I thought there was some really interesting things. If the people who hated it were the people who loved the original, I think. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know because a lot of people that hated it said it was too similar to the original. Yeah, that, that's why because they came in, they saw the exact same movie when they were like pitching as like, oh, we're gonna see a whole lot more. See, when... I couldn't disagree more with that because like it, it does like we didn't yeah, get that much like, more. I don't know. Yeah, they go out into the woods and they get lost, but other than that, like you didn't see anything in the first one. You see so much in this, and like it's so much more ambitious and bigger, and it's and and like I thought they did. I really liked the, the like slow they... escalation of psychological stuff. I like the way they played with time. And yeah, space. I was gonna say that's that's probably the best part. Yeah, of the movie. there were some really really clever things going on in it, and you see so much more while at the same time maintaining an air of ambiguity and mystery, which I think is so important to what makes Blair Witch creepy. But anyway, also I think the one part that bothered a lot of purists of the original yeah. is a certain decision that they take with the with the last part. 
what I can't we, tell in terms you, of what they show. Uh, yeah, what they show. See, now I have my own theory about that, and I don't think that is what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll talk well, about this off mic off right, when the yes. conversation makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> and then I also really enjoyed Free Fire, Ben Wheatley's new movie that mm-hmm. was about the, uh, the the most realistic shootout you'll ever see. Yeah, in it film. was great. It was yeah, like it's set in seventies Boston. And it was an IRA doing an arms deal with a South African arms dealer played by Shalto Copley and. Uh, Things go horribly wrong. It felt like a, it, even though they're like the way they shoot and pace movies are totally different. It really felt like an early John Carpenter movie to me. Just That's kind of cool. It's like great characters, very simple premise, premise as executed, executed simply, but done with intelligence and talent and a lot of really good actors. Okay, full this. Uh, Free Fire is one of those movies that like everyone loved, and that like don't get me wrong, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought Shalto Copley was great. Yeah, I was surprised with how great Army Hammer. Yeah, was. Army Hammer was great. Hilarious. I like Army Hammer a lot. But it's one of those movies where I kind of got burnt out by the end of Did it. Did you? I was just kind of like this. Is- kind of repeating itself yeah. at this point i just wanted to wrap it up i don't know i had but fun all the way through. i enjoyed it yeah um, fair enough um, worst thing you saw worst thing i saw i mean it's not a genre movie but american pastoral the Ooh, the Euro movie. Movie. oh god <laughs> it just gave me cringes all the way through <laughs> so that was that was by far the worst okay um, um personally for me the best thing i saw was moonlight i don't know if you saw it i know i didn't see moonlight Moonlight was fantastic that's what i hear I everyone tells me yeah um for those who don't know, Moonlight is uh, this uh, film where it's separated into three different vignettes, mm. all chronicling the life of one kid uh, who's kind of kind of coming into terms with just like who he is, like as a, like as a man, and mm. kind of the environment he grew up in because he's he's a gay black man in the streets of Miami, mm. and so it's chronicling him as a child, a teenager, and an adult, and just kind of yeah, like I said, with who he is as a person, his influences around. And, like around him and stuff and it's just such a beautiful movie that i was just almost cried and the q a was great yeah that's what i hear i'm i'm looking forward to it uh, um for sure i just couldn't fit it in yeah another one the one that i did see that is like a popular favorite like moonlight was uh la la land that one i avoided i actually really liked it and i hate musicals that's the thing i hate musicals yeah. especially gene kelly type musicals so i was yeah. like no i do too but it was so well done it's damien chesel the kid that did whiplash i know he's a talented is, dude i love whiplash but my hatred for musicals supersedes my love for i understand whiplash. the thing is like the musical stuff is so well done like it opens with this big musical number on in like in a traffic jam in the freeway that's all done in one shot going through like dozens of dancers and different cars and everything it was very impressive and then when the story kicks in it starts off as an homage to those old-fashioned musicals, but it actually the relationship is far more um, emotionally complicated and real. Yeah, um, and, and it starts to feel more like Whiplash. And as it gets into that, the music essentially goes away. Okay, and it's interesting. Okay. I liked it quite a bit. Um, and the thing I hated was Doggy Dog. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the thing I hated the most, honestly. Um, yeah, it's not a great film. It's, I, it's bad. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it, though, I have to admit. I, st- I started off liking it. I wanted to like it. Because the opening scene's fantastic. Exactly. That yeah. scene with, uh, well, Willem Dafoe is very cracked yeah. out. Like, he's on so many drugs yeah, in the movie. Yeah, he's starting to see that movie so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't care. I don't care. It's Willem Dafoe and Nick Cage. It's really sleazy Nick Cage is very, like, he's stoic, and then at some point he just suddenly does, like, a weird Humphrey Bogart impersonation. Yeah, it's a big, nutty Nick Cage performance. I enjoyed it. And, I like it. But um, the whole plot is how they're supposed to kidnap a baby. Yeah. And that plot just kind of falls away at the halfway point, and then it's just like a random assortment of scenes that just happen for no reason. Well, it's just every, it's everything going wrong and getting out of control. But the thing is, like, even then, they say it goes out of control, but it feels like it's just going out of control in terms of scenes that have 
nothing to do with the oh, yeah, actual totally. crime it itself. Felt like, it felt like four different movies crammed together. Exactly. But I enjoyed and none it. Of them were, like, none of them were really that interesting, barring that opening scene. Yeah. I mean, like... And it, so I was bored to it, tears. It, yeah, it wasn't dramatically compelling, no. But it was very campy, and I laughed my ass off the whole time. Like, I agree, it's not a good movie. Yeah. I would never sit yeah. here and say, this is a great work of art. Yeah. However, as a piece of trash... <laughs> I found it remarkably that's entertaining. Like, you're seeing it as a piece of trash. I'm looking at it as a movie. Yeah, totally. Well, um, well, that's because after like after that first scene, I was like, "Ooh, this could be good." And then about ten minutes later, it never went like, as good. And then about ten minutes later, I was like, "No, this will not be good." So I'm just going. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this for what it is. <laughs> also, a uh, biggest surprise to me was Colossal. Yeah, I missed a Colossal, but everyone told me it's really good. Colossal is great. Uh, if you don't yeah. know, it's um this movie where Anne Hathaway she's playing kind of like a party like alcoholic party girl, and she gets dropped dumped by her boyfriend. Saying like you're get out, you're like a, you're a mess, mm. and so she goes to like her childhood town, and she runs into Jason Sudeikis, who's like her old childhood friend, well, like classmate, mm. and she's like, hey, you can have a job and just like work at my bar, and so she keeps drinking, doesn't yeah. learn a thing, yeah. and so <laughs> every morning she stumbles back through a park, and the weird thing is at that same time, a giant monster is attacking Korea, and what she finds out is that through like mimicking her actions, is that. While she walks through this park, the monster shows up at the exact same time. So she is literally terrorizing South Korea when she <laughs> walks through this park. And so I'm not going to say any more because it's a weird movie and it yeah. takes so many weird turns. But I had such a, like, a surprisingly great time with it. Jason Sudeikis showed his, like, it's probably his best role. Like, mm-hmm. he actually shows, like, some, some range. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anne Hathaway was great. Like, her character is kind of, like, not a good person per se but mm. she's still likable enough mm-hmm. and it goes like weird shifts where like almost like a horror movie to like a, a drama to like a comedy at some point yeah yeah and weird it, like it it's not perfect like there's some narrative shifts that don't really work yeah but for the most part i had a great time with it yeah it sounds really good i was really interested and in i just couldn't fit into the schedule it was, it was, plus it was it's coming so out in a couple weeks and um so Another thing we both saw, I think, Belko Experiment. Yeah, which I, I enjoyed. I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't love it. I thought it, I, I thought it would be better, but I did enjoy it. I liked how nasty it was. I didn't expect that. Like, I, I liked the gore effects, but yeah. again, it was just kind of like, it got tedious. Yeah. Because it, because it was one, like, one type of kill, which is just people's oh, no, heads there exploding. Were a few. There, was, no, there, was there was a exe- few there variations. Was executions, and it got pretty blood- messy but by the end. It, I was just kind of like... When by like the second or third montage of like people's heads exploding, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sick of this. I guess I just love people's heads exploding so much. I do, but like when it's just that, I was just uh, uh, fair enough. I was expecting more. It definitely, it definitely was mildly disappointing Plus, to me. I didn't, I didn't. Love all it. the character actors, like all the people that you like in like movies, that you're yeah. just like, I know that guy. Yeah, and like. Michael Rooker, I was hoping for more. Me too, but I think that that anyway, was like a deliberate Anyway, we should wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, we should probably wrap it up. There are many more things we can talk about. We'll, we'll do that off camp. Yeah, oh, we'll off do mic. another one. Um, but anyway, yeah, Brendan, it was a good time. It's a lot of TIFF. Yeah, that's a lot of TIFF. action. But while you guys were at TIFF, Brendan went all the way to Van City. Yeah, I was in Vancouver. British Columbia, checking out that Gears of War action. I was. I got to play... Two hours of the single player. Two long. hours. Two hours. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Whoa. That's a lot of Gears of War. Yeah. I technically played beyond where I was supposed to play. Oh, okay. And I had someone come behind me like, you have to stop playing like right now. Like, <laughs> you just look him dead in the eye and be like, I'm a journalist, damn it. I, I will not playing. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, so I got to play about two hours of the game. See, they said you could play two hours of the game. I'm like, okay. 
So I just I thought it'd have a stop point. But no, it's the full game. <laughs> I think what Brendan's saying, he was just too good. <laughs> uh, so I got to play that. I, I got to that point in about an hour and 20 minutes. So let's be clear. Um, they said, you, oh, I, it's really good. Yeah. I think it's um, capturing what people love about Gears, but making it modern. I don't love the main character, but Marcus Phoenix makes an appearance. That's the thing, though. I didn't like him as much, but he fits this generation a lot better. Mm. Marcus Phoenix was definitely a product of the last generation. Like, super he was. Ugh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, super like, bro. Super um, roided out. Yeah, where yeah. this guy, he seems a little more like... A dude. He's just a dude. Like that that like weird... like I call it Tony Stark syndrome, where he's like a smartass. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of smartass. Like yeah. Nathan Drakey, almost. Um, he's kind of like Nathan Drake in a lot of armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I like... Go on, sorry. I um, so I, I I liked how it looked. I played it on PC and I played it on console. The Xbox One version is stunning. The PC version is more stunning. I yeah, saw the it in PC 4K. version runs in 4K, right? Yeah. yeah. Really pretty game. You need a massive PC to play it. But <laughs> yeah, you need a PC re- that can run 4K. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the PC I'll, I played I'll it on. to the Xbox Scorpio. Oh, yeah, that will do it. Okay, here's the thing, though. Um. When I talked to uh, the people at X16, yes. they weren't saying much about if they have any plans on... 4K years? Yeah. Mm. Which I don't like. I don't understand how it works, because doesn't the Scorpio run things natively in 4K? Only if, the game's, only if there's a game that's 4K. I mean, it won't Which just... Gears would be... I don't know. No, anyway. no the Xbox version isn't 4K. Who knows? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all speculation at this point. Anyways, uh, the big thing to take away from that is it has the two different enemies. You have, like, the, you're now fighting the cog. Okay. And you have the new swarm, which are complete analogs to the locusts. So if you liked the locusts, they're the exact same thing. Oh, I didn't realize they were different. When I played no, X16, no, they it X16, they look the exact same. They're like underground creatures. Nope. It's now the swarm, which are not the locusts, but whatever. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. New enemy. Yeah. yeah, sure. This is actually the first Gears of War that wasn't uh, done by Epic. Yep. It's, well. No, I mean, if you want to be technical, the those edition, don't count. Those the Coalition count. was built by the same people that made the usual Gears yeah. games, so uh, other than the... Div- the I guess that, that that's on their advantage, though, yeah. because like, well, they know... Yeah. What- the thing is, with uh, the, a lot of the team from Epic stayed on board, Yeah. so it's not that it's... It's just a, it's mostly just a different... Um, different name, Different basically. name yeah. under it, but yeah. all the big names that were there for Gears are still Other there. than Cliffy B. Yeah, Cliffy B is doing lawbreakers. Yeah. But anyways, um, you also have Horde 3.0, which was really fun. Um, and yeah, it, it feels like Gears. It's more Gears. It's good, but it's more Gears. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you said you also played FIFA. I also played FIFA. What, brief moment, what did you think of Okay. FIFA? Did you, do you ever wish that your FIFA had more Mass Effect in it? No. Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Although that actually doesn't sound too bad, where it's like an actual like sports movie. Yeah, it, it basically is a sport. Yeah. It's sports movie narrative, and there are branching paths apparently. See, that actually sounds kind of cool. For FIFA 18, I want to end it like Beckham yeah. story mode. Really? Yes. Play <laughs> like Kira Knightley. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, there was some like you rags to which is kind of story, but it's a little bit more deep than that. You have like your friend you join the team with, and your friend kind of starts like stops liking you because just. Oh my be- Cody, you do too good soccer. Do you know what this sounds like, Cody? What? Tony Ox Underground, Eric Sparrow, <laughs> <laughs> that asshole. <laughs> but so it as like I love what they've done with the, the game. Looks has never been better because it's now built with Frostbite rather than a oh, night engine. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty game. Uh, also, it has like the voice talent's really good. The acting's really good. The mocap's really good. And it, the storyline, um, it starts off like your dad leaves you because he kind of regret. 
Yikes. Well, you, you're like your what dad's like a pack of cigarettes. No, he kind of just separates from your your mother because your mother's supporting you, and he's like, he's not going to be as good as me. Because <laughs> your dad used to be a football player, but he like hurt his knee at some point. Okay. So he's like, yeah. yeah. So your dad will not come watch your game, but you're still like phoning your dad, like, hey, I'm on this major, I'm on this like Premier League team now, and your dad's like, yeah, I'm busy going to the pub tonight. Can't see you. Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> and you're like still like you're like looking at your phone, like, is he gonna call? And the so it's interesting because how well you do as a player determines how well you place in the team. But oh, also, so it affects the story. It affects the story. So oh, if you're really that's actually cool. So I was really bad. So they're like, "Yeah, we're tr- we're kind of loaning you out right now." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so and apparently that does like how what you do in the game will change where you gotta go. And I that that's really neat. No, that's that's actually really cool. And I was so I was playing on. Ever- and apparently, what team you join will determine how much you play. So if you join like Manchester United, you play like one every three games. If you, but I joined Everton, which is kind of a mid-tier team. Oh, so you get to play. Every I was game. playing. I was playing like last tier every game. So they're like, "Well, we have no one else. This guy's injured. You go play." Okay, that's actually. Pretty and cool. the more you do, the better you do in training. The more they'll push you up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're you have a ch- the dialogue options, where you have like your hot-headed option or your cool option or your kind of balanced option, which is kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of cool, but I'm also kind of respecting my team. <laughs> And it will determine, so if you, there's a social media element to this game. Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. Hey. So, the, so by being hot-headed, you get more Twitter followers. But by being cool, you get played more because your, your manager respects player. you. And is like, oh, you, you're a team player? That's cool. <laughs> wow. So you got to see whether they want to fit your brand or not be a dick. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, to be honest, it was more engaging than it physically should have been. Right. Maybe I'm, a, well, my brother will pick it up, so. Maybe I'll try it out then. It's worth trying. Like yeah. It's honestly worth trying. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's actually engaging enough that even if you don't like soccer that much, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. I can't see myself caring enough. I don't know. Soccer. Your dad's kind of a dick. And your grandfather's kind of like this old, like, he used to be like a top player before you, they were paid well. So he's like, he's knowledgeable. He knows everyone, but he doesn't, isn't rich. <laughs> and he kind of takes you into his way. It's, it's weird. It's a weird, like, weirdly in-depth story for a soccer sim. Yeah. No, it's weird. <laughs> Well, it's a few hours long too. It's it's actually substantial. Wow. Okay. So you got a bit of got to meet meet on. Like that. I played it for like three hours and I wasn't anywhere near through it. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, it was oh. actually neat. Gears or FIFA? What you what do you pick from your Vancouver trip? Oh, uh, well, I'm more fan of Gears. Okay. Because I like Gears more. Yeah. And I also don't care about soccer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but if you like soccer, but it's were, actually good. But you're actually impressed with you. Yeah. I mean, okay. someone that doesn't care about soccer and I was impressed with the game. So okay, that cool. says something. Well. On that note, we'll wrap her up, take her home. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for listening. For more content like this, don't forget to check out cgmagonline.com where you can find Brendan's re- pre- preview of... Uh, Gears of War. Gears of War. It's and pretty lengthy preview. It's like 1,300 also, words. Um, who did the FIFA review? Adam Chapman. Adam Chapman has his review of FIFA 17. Yep. Um, it's a pretty good review. I edited it. Yeah, he gave it a 9. He yeah, liked it. He yeah. liked it. Yeah, he liked it. Um, yeah, it's, well, you have to have some tip yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've got um, the uh, the tip award, my annual. Okay, so that should be tongue and cheek tip awards should be up yeah. as well Are as the ridiculous a, titles. Ridiculous yes, award? okay. Of course, as usual, as always, and um, a review of Magnificent Seven as well. Will also be yeah, up. cool. Awesome. Did you give it a seven? 
Yes. Oh, of course. Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. I was like going to say, legitimately, the most seven out of ten. Yeah, movie ever I was going to give it a six point five, and then I was like, I can't do it. No, <laughs> I have to give it a seven. Can't do it. It's too likable. That's the thing. Yeah. No. Also, it's the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's just like had to be done. Jim Sterling, when Uncharted Four came out, you he gave it, it an eight point five, just so he can say an eight point five. Anyway, that's that's this is the this is the career path we've chosen, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to check us out on YouTube where we have first 15s for Gears. Gears. Two of them, don't we? Uh, three. We have um, we'll game, Campaign, uh, Multiplayer, and Horde. Wow, that's a lot. And, and then we have one for Forza Horizon 3. Yep. And I need to pick up yeah, soon. It looks I'm good. So it's it looks so good. And we have one for... We don't have one for FIFA 17 yet, but we will by Tuesday next week. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe down there in the tube views, YouTube. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Online. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Cody underscore Orm. Brendan. B4R26. Shaq. Shaq Excellence. Phil. At that Phil Brown. And don't forget to follow Melanie at Chaos. K-I-X-X-E-N Chaos. Uh, even though none of you voted for her. I'm, I'm scoundrels. sorry. I'm sorry, but it was Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, Pac-Man. Come on now. Who does? Who has no social media presence? Yeah, well, but worried we need Pac-Man. to get him a Sonic the Hedgehog like. Yeah, <laughs> worried Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want this to be a thing. We, we also have a Pac-Man magazine. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, pick us up at your local chapters or Indigo. Also, multi pages library and multi pages. We also have a digital version if you don't want a physical. Where you can get us at Magster, Pocket Mags, iTunes. Uh, you can also go to our website and mm-hmm. get it there as well. Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Bye.